Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 135 of Better Regulate Than Never. I am really enjoying these podcasts on video. I, it does make me a little bit more nervous. And of course, I have to get camera ready, but I, I don't know. I think it makes it different in a way that's hopefully good for you. And I also want people to be able to get to know me better. And I sometimes think just seeing someone visually as they're talking about stuff just seems to, you you kind of feel like you get to know them better. So that's one of my goals is to do more video podcasts, if not all of them, we'll see how it goes. And my YouTube channel is starting to get people going there watching and I'm putting more videos out so people will have a chance to, to see things and comment on my videos and tell me like things that resonated with you so that I know, oh, that's something maybe I want to expand on more or make, you know, put questions in there or something about what about this topic, because then I can, it'll give me some ideas for other things that I can do. I just found out this week that you can put at better regulate than never in the search bar and all of my social media just comes up. You don't have to know what all the different handles are, though most of them are about the same. But my YouTube channel comes up on there as well as my Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, my website. I mean, there's just all sorts of things that come up. So if you just put at better regulate than never into the search bar, you're going to see all sorts of things. And really almost all the top images that came up were my podcast or me. Now, if it there was this part that said, see more, some of these might not be right. When I did that, then there was all sorts of stuff that is not me or have anything to do with me, but it was kind of interesting. And when you go on social media, you can email me, you can text me, you can direct message me, whatever you want to tell me how you're doing, how are things working for you, what episodes have been helpful to you. And again, what else would you like to know? Because I would love to be able to help you with that. So we have talked about processing emotions so much on this podcast. And this week, I've been working on this teacher presentation for a professional development at the school I used to work at. And I've been in the presentation is on stress relief, because of course, educators are stressed out as really probably most people are. And guess what I'm going to tell them? Process your emotions. It's the most important thing that we can learn in our life. I literally mean that it's I'm not being I'm not exaggerating, like you really need to know how to do this. And back in episode number 25. So that was a while ago. It was titled, I have an episode title, Processing Your Emotions, because it is this important. And I had a worksheet that you could walk through yourself to figure out how to, to process your emotions. And now I have an even better way to do it. So I'm kind of expanding on that. You can go back and listen to that one because there's some different information in there that you wouldn't get here. But this is just another way, and I think a better way to process your emotions. I've been offering free worry workshops every Saturday. And as I go through these sessions, and also when I work on anxiety with my clients, I have found an even better way 
by using the process that's in this book I'm using. And the book is called Don't Feed the Monkey Mind, How to Stop the Cycle of Anxiety, Fear, and Worry. And that's by Jennifer Shannon. And you should totally go buy the book because she just has so many great free resources in there. But the way she, one of the techniques that she talks about is called welcoming breath. And I've been doing, well, I talked my clients through it and I've talked about it in the worry workshop. And I think worry workshop number one is on my YouTube channel and I'm talking about it there too. So you can kind of I'll go to that one as well. That's that's the first session of the worry workshop. The rest of the worry workshop, I haven't put the replays on there. I'm kind of waiting for people to just be on that, you know, sign up for it. And then I have them where I can just send out the replays to them and the worksheets that go with each session. But you can still sign up for the worry workshop and you'll get the past replays and worksheets that went with them. And then you can you will get replays for the next, the Saturday's five. So there'll be three more, five, six, and seven. But the book, she talks about welcoming breath and she uses it in the sense that you're welcoming worry because her whole book is about anxiety and worry and the worry workshop. We're just talking about worry. But as I have been teaching this concept and, and it's been working so beautifully with so many people, and I realized that the process that she's talking about, this welcoming breath, is the exact same thing I want people to do when they're processing any emotion, anger, sadness, lonely, boredom, whatever it is. And I thought, I need to put this together as processing emotion, not just worry. The worry is one of the things that we can process with it. Remember, if we don't process our emotions all of our emotions, then we, we usually choose actions to resist them, react to them, instead of like actually taking control and, and feeling them and allowing them to be in our body. And that's when we get into things like overeating, over drinking, using drugs, binge watching things all day long. Now, binge watching, if you've planned it, and it is your free time, please do. I do it too. But if you're binge watching to avoid something, or you stay at home instead of going to school, or you just scroll social media and realize hours went by and you didn't get anything done, all of that is because you're not processing an emotion. And instead of processing the emotion, you're choosing to do these other things to avoid it or to numb it or to resist it. And so If you can learn this concept of processing emotions, if if the educators I talk to can learn how to process their emotions, everyone's life is going to be better. And I know that I'm, that this podcast is for young people, but the good news about this is that processing emotions for one needs to happen from as soon as we realize we have them, which is in the toddler times we start, we can start being aware of, oh, I'm, you know, and saying to a child, oh, this is anger, or this is sadness, or this is loneliness, or whatever. And they can start figuring it out there. And we can start helping them process then all the way up 
until the very end. We need to be processing emotions and it works very similar no matter what age we are. So this can be used by everybody and anybody who is listening to this and please share it with other people because everyone needs to know how to process emotions and we're never taught this. This is such an important thing. So I'm going to put a worksheet, my new worksheet in the show notes so that it, you can help, you can walk through it and you can compare it to the one from episode 26 and see kind of what's similar about it and what's different about it. I feel like there's more steps. Well, there is more steps to this new one, but they're not, they're like ideas about how to go through it. They're not necessarily like you have to do this, 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 and this. It's just like, here's the process of it, I guess. So, and this is my favorite part because I just came up with this this week as a special treat. If you want me to walk you through the whole process, so you don't have to look at that paper, because I know if I'm going to try to process my emotions for the first time, and I'm looking at this paper, okay, now it says this, okay, let me think about that, okay, oh, it says to do this, it would probably not work very well, because you're getting distracted back out of the feeling or whatever. So if you would like me to auditorially be walking you through the whole thing and you just close your eyes and do it, then there's going to be a link in the show notes for you to get an audio that you could put on your phone. You could put it anywhere, you know, blast it from a smart speaker. I don't know, whatever you need to do to actually use this as some, a guide to walk you through processing any emotion. And anytime you're needing to process something, you just turn that on and you listen and get yourself through that emotion. So check the show notes and social media. I'm going to put a link in there too about how to get this audio guided processing emotions process. So if you can figure out how to process all of your emotions and allow them to be in your body, not resisting them, not numbing them, not doing all these other things to get rid of it. When you can feel all of them, then the sky's the limit, really. There's so many things that can happen for you. I know when I started feeling my emotions, I lost weight. I didn't procrastinate as much. I used to call myself lazy because there were so many times I was avoiding things and I don't do that anymore. I was able to sleep. I started a podcast. I started a business. There are so many things that I wouldn't have done if I hadn't have figured out how to process emotions because I would have been too afraid. I, those feelings were so uncomfortable, like all the feelings that got in the way of me doing things I really wanted to do. When you're not afraid to be wrong, when you're not afraid to fail, when you're not afraid to be bored, and you realize that all emotions, no matter what they are, no matter how uncomfortable they are, are normal and necessary, you can tolerate them. There is nothing that you can't do. I don't worry or obsess about so many things anymore. And I just go about creating the life that I want to live free of all of that stuff. And I want everyone to feel the same thing. I didn't learn this for 
until just a few years ago. The things I could have created in my life, if had I known this, I don't want you to miss out on any time of not doing the things that can make your life so amazing. I, I'm going to read this kind of and walk you through it so you can think about it. And like I said, you can get the paper version in the show notes and, you know, maybe even tweak it a little bit to work for you. Or you can sign up to have me walking you through it so you can have your eyes closed and just like really paying attention to it. So the first part is I want you to be able to name what the emotion is. And because that's another part as when you're aware of what an emotion is and you call it out, out into the world, it becomes already less powerful just by saying what it is. So, and that takes a little bit of time because you sometimes have to know a lot of feeling words. I'm going to put a feelings wheel in the show notes too, which is just like it has the ones that we know, mad, sad, glad, the ones that were taught since we're little, but then it, it goes, it broadens out. And so in the mad part, it might have frustrated uh, all the way up to like rageful or something, you know, like all the different ways you could be mad or all the different ways you could be glad or all the ways you could be sad and so on. Like in sad, it could be like lonely or it could be bored, I suppose, or even, you know, up to unconsolable grief or whatever. But all of these emotions can be, you can walk through this process with them. And that's why I didn't want it to this great process to just be reserved for worry or anxiety, because like I said, if we do them all, then we can open up a lot of doors. So I want, once you name it, whatever that feeling is, then I want you to feel where are, is, where do you feel it in your body? And so when I think about a heavy emotion, I've worked through a lot of shame, but shame is still difficult. Shame likes to show up when I'm trying to do different things. And shame feels really heavy in my chest. And so I would realize that I'm, you know, I would say I'm feeling shame. Hello, shame. I'm glad you're here. I'm welcoming shame into my body. I'm not resisting it. I'm allowing it to be in my body. I don't, well, you'd have to have listened to some of my earlier episodes, but emotions are a tunnel. So there's a beginning to the emotion, there's a middle to it, and there's an end. And we have to get all the way out to the other side of emotions or we haven't processed them. And so when we're doing that, over drinking, overeating, binge watching things, all that stuff, we're getting stuck in the middle and we're not processing it out to the end. And so then it doesn't ever really go anywhere. And then they just pile up and then just everything just feels awful. So I, I'm feeling shame. Hello, shame. I'm welcoming you. I feel you in my chest. And when I breathe in that welcoming, hello, shame, I'm so glad you're here because we're going to treat it like a guest and like somebody that, because it's normal and it's necessary in our lives. Now it's not necessary all the time and we want it to go away because it doesn't typically serve very much as shame, especially doesn't really serve too much of a purpose, but, but we do want to acknowledge that it's not bad that we have it, or there's not something wrong with us because we have shame. It's, it's part of the human experience. Everyone experiences it. 
So we're breathing it in, we're saying hello, and we're going to imagine that our breath is going into our chest or wherever you're feeling your heavy emotion. And your breath is healing it. And it's, it's making it, you know, your, your breath is going into that area. So my breath is going into my chest and I'm healing that heavy, painful part. And when I breathe out, I'm releasing any resistance to it, control over it, ideas that I want to get rid of it. Just hello. I'm glad you're here. And we're just letting it go through. And you're just imagining your breath going to that area, wherever it is. And you're letting out all the tension, the control, the resistance to that feeling. And you're just going to keep breathing into that area. Or maybe that starts feeling a little bit better, possibly. But then maybe as you're doing this, because you need to do it for at least 10 minutes, maybe that feeling doesn't feel so bad in your chest anymore, but now it's starting to hurt in your head, maybe behind your eyes. And so then your breath just goes there and you imagine your breath going to that area and healing it and wherever it moves in your body, you just follow it nicely. You just allow it to be wherever it is and make sure you're giving yourself enough space. So if you're setting, it's fine because you might at some point, once you get good at this, do this in your car. Now I wouldn't listen to my audio and do it in the car. I mean, you can just do it in your head because you need to be paying attention to what you're doing, but make sure you're, you're setting up straight and you're giving that shame or that, whatever that emotion is, a lot of space in your body. And you're just letting it move around because that, that movement is going to help it go because we want it to to feel at home so that it can go away (laughs) because we don't want it to stay in our body. We want to go through the tunnel. We want to get to the end of the tunnel. So if you are at home or it would be better lie down so that you can be stretched out and you can have more body, more space in your body for this name it. And sometimes when you're doing this, another feeling might come up and that's okay. Just name that feeling. Well, hi anger. I'm so glad you're here today. And you're going to, if it's in a different part of your body, you know, so you're going to spend some time really paying attention to where are these feelings? What are they? And you're breathing into those areas and you are breathing out all the control and tension, all the uncomfortableness, and you're just letting it go. Now, some of these feelings might get worse and that's okay. You're going to say to your chest, oh, I'm I'm so glad my chest is hurting. I hope it starts to hurt more. Or I'm so glad my head is hurting. I hope it starts to hurt more. Now this sounds crazy. Like why would you do that? But it's, it's sort of like a reverse psychology. The more you tell your body to do something, probably the less it's actually going to do it, but you're, you're okay with it. You're welcoming it. You're allowing it. You're tolerating whatever it feels like. And some of those feelings may go away. Some of them might go away and come back. Some of them might go up and down like an intensity that might get worse and then it gets better and then it might get worse again. You're just going to be okay with whatever happens. It's your body is, since this is probably new to you or as it's new, you're going to, it's going to feel weird and your body's going to have a tantrum. Your, your brain's going to, throw a fit because you're not doing what you normally do. And it doesn't want you 
to feel it, it wants you to get rid of it, or it wants you to panic about it, or it wants you to, to worry about it. You're not going to do that. You're just going to allow it to be there. So again, they may start and start and stop and go all around. Um, Also make sure that your palms are open because even though we might be saying, you know, through gritted teeth, okay, I'm going to feel this feeling, but really we're still like holding on to resisting it or not really liking it. And we call that white knuckling it, you know, you're holding so tight that the blood went out of your hands or whatever. Open your hands in open palm because that's showing your brain and your body that you're allowing that feeling to be there. You're allowing it to move around and do whatever it wants to do. And you're, you're just saying, okay, good. I'm glad you're here. You're necessary. And you can thank your brain, you know, thank you for brain for trying to keep me safe because all the alarms are going off you know, stop this, don't do it. It's terrible. You're going to die, whatever. And you're just allowing it to be there and you're just letting it flow around in your body. And don't beat yourself up if you can't get to the end of the tunnel, especially on the first few times. I mean, some of us have some pretty heavy emotions and a lot of them that we've been storing up for a long time. So just doing, just starting this process and just trying to do it is a win. But every, and just like exercise every day, when you do this, you're going to get better and better and you're going to get, it's going to be longer and longer and you're going to get to the end of those emotions and emotions won't last as long when you start allowing them. They're going to know, Oh, I can't take space here anymore because she's fine with it. She doesn't care. So I'm going to, you know, move on or in your brain is going to start turning down the volume of all those alarm systems because it now knows that you're safe when you feel this way and that nothing has gone wrong and that it's necessary for you to feel all emotions in the world. And when you do that, you can do all the things. I do want you to practice this every day. Now, I, I hope you don't have like panic attacks every day or, you know, like really heavy or grief every day, you might. And that's okay because that's part of being a human and everyone's in a different spot right now. But if you are in a fairly good place in your life and you don't have a lot of big emotions you need to process, practice this on little emotions. Practice it when you're in a boring meeting and you're like, you know, actually rolling your eyes in your head, but you're not doing it outwardly you know, practice breathing in where, cause you're going to, if you're bored and annoyed in a meeting, you're going to be getting some tension somewhere. So be breathing into that area, you know, breathe out the tension of it. Maybe you're sitting in traffic and you're late for something and you know how I, you're getting upset cause you've got to get somewhere and you can't get through or whatever. Practice it there. Some of the other ideas that I loved were listen to a news program of the opposite view of you (laughs) and practice this, you know, processing emotions, watching something that you don't agree with, or listening to music you don't like. That's kind of grating on your nerves. There's not a whole lot of music like that for me, but my husband has a bunch of music he doesn't like. So he could practice this as he listened to music he doesn't like. You know, you can, you can do it however, but you need to practice it every day And then you can decide, you know, after a few weeks, 
you know, if you're doing fine and you feel like you get this whole process of processing emotions, then you wouldn't need to practice it so much. But I really want you to, to get good at it because I, I want to hear from you how amazing your life becomes when you start feeling feelings that you, you've been resisting all this time. You know, maybe you'll lose weight. Maybe you will be able to sleep finally. Maybe you will start a business that you've been wanting to. Maybe you will ask that person on a date. Maybe, you know, whatever it is, you're not going to worry about feeling uncomfortable because you're a pro at it. You, you can process it and let it go so that you can move on. So I just wanted to walk you through this process because I tweaked it and made it, you know, it's, it's really Jennifer Shannon's process, but it's perfect for processing emotions that I've been trying to tell you about this whole time. So I wanted to kind of blend the ideas together and I want you to be able to use it. And if you want me to be speaking you through it anytime you need to work on it, then get my audio clip, which you can find all over the place. So I will talk to you soon.